The Rise of Superman by Stephen Kotler. One sentence summary. The Rise of Superman decodes the science of ultimate human performance by examining how top athletes enter and stay in a state of flow while achieving their greatest feats and how you can do the same. My favorite quote from the author is, Most people live in a very restricted circle of their potential being. They make use of a very small portion of their possible consciousness, much like a man who should get into a habit of using and moving only his little finger. Stephen Kotler Stephen Kotler is a very multifaceted author, with his books ranging across a wide variety of disciplines and topics. However, most of them connect science with culture somehow, like abundance and bold. This one also combines the two, but is more focused on the individual. You might know the state called flow, in which we are one with our surroundings, completely in the zone and do a great job and are 100% focused on our work. In this book, Stephen takes it apart and looks at how you can achieve it more often. He even runs an entire research project dedicated to decoding the genome of flow by 2020. Until they pull that off, here are three lessons from The Rise of Superman to help you perform better. 1. When you're in flow, five neurochemicals are released simultaneously. 2. For flow to happen, some parts of your brain must be switched off, not on. And 3. What we think is possible changes every time we see a new achievement, which is why flow is so important. Do you want to up your game, whichever one it is you're playing? Then let's find flow. The Rise of Superman Lesson 1 Five powerful hormones work together to create the flow state in your body. This answers the question, what does the chemical aspect of flow look like? When you're in flow, you feel like you're on a high. You can do almost no wrong and your performance is supercharged. While this is often a spiritual experience, there sure is a lot going on in your body as it happens as well. In fact, five strong chemicals are released all at once when you're in flow. And that's what makes it so powerful. Number 1. Dopamine, which gets you excited about new ideas while helping you filter what's important from the noise and thus sharpens your focus. Number 2. Norepinephrine, which increases your heartbeat, blood sugar and breathing speed to give you energy and attention to the task at hand. Number 3. Anandamide, which works a little bit like cannabis, thus getting your brain to make more new con connections and be creative. Number 4. Endorphins which absolves you from physical pain, because it's 100 times stronger than morphine. And number 5, serotonin, which causes the glowing feeling after you achieve a goal and keeps you coming back for more. As you can see, that's quite a mighty chemical cocktail that keeps you buzzing. But for flow to happen, something else must occur. In fact, some parts of your brain have to stop buzzing altogether for a while. The Rise of Superman Lesson 2 some parts of your brain have to be turned off, not on, in order for flow to be possible. This answers the question, what areas of the brain inhibit flow and how do they change their state while we are actually in this experience? Another factor, which is part of the flow experience, is something called transient hypofrontality. What this complicated expression means is simply that for a short time, transient, your prefrontal cortex is less so hypo, active. The prefrontal cortex is part of the neocortex, which in turn is the youngest part of our brain, evolutionary speaking. 
This is where all complex thinking happens, like you crunching numbers to decide which house you want to buy. And it's what allows us to think rationally about our feelings and be self-aware. Why does this part shut off? Because in flow, you don't have time to second-guess your own decisions. When your self-awareness monitor shuts down, you go with your gut, make split-second decisions and try new approaches exactly as needed, because the part of your brain in charge of doubting is turned off. Another part that slows down during flow is your orientation adjustment area, the part of the brain that lets you assess your position in the world relative to other objects around you. This is what causes surfers to feel as if they're one with the wave, or writers to just think their words onto the paper. The Rise of Superman Lesson 3 The reason flow is so important is that with each new major achievement, what we think is possible changes entirely. This answers the question, why is the flow experience so fundamental to human progress? Flow is what gets a mountaineer up the last part of Mount Everest. It's what makes the snowboarder land the 1080 and allows the rider to finish her novel. It is the source of grand achievements, and achievements are the source of inspiration. Kotler calls this the Roger Bannister effect. Bannister was the first man to run a mile in under four minutes. Before he accomplished this in 1954, for decades people had thought a four-minute mile simply wasn't possible. However, once he did, someone else did it just two months after him. His record was broken again, twice, within the next five years, and ten years later a high school student ran a four-minute mile. Every time someone accomplishes something we think is impossible, our definition of that word changes. Great achievements inspire us to go beyond them and achieve even more, and that's what makes flow so important. Without it, humans would stop pushing the boundaries of performance. And the day we do that is the day our species starts to decline. My personal takeaways from the rise of Superman for 2017. <clears throat> uh, let me think for a second which one I wanna which of these lessons I would like to piggyback on. Maybe I would just I would start by describing my experience with flow recently because it's changed actually and then take it from there. So my experience with, with flow has changed in a sense that since a month or two or so I have I call it my righty sense for for uh, uh for fun like spidey sense from Spider-Man. Um I have this feeling sometimes when I write an answer on Quora or a blog post that this is going to be successful, right? Like, this is going to take off. Like, I can feel it. I can sense it. This is going to resonate with people. Like, if someone reads this, something in their brain will happen that resonates with them, and it's going to be popular. And this is the first time in two and a half years of almost daily writing, so I'm starting to develop this. I'm starting to get a hunch. So my hunches get better, I guess. And the... When this happens, or the way this happens is often like right before or when I'm at the cusp of getting into flow, or when I'm like just in it and I realize I'm in it and I somehow have to keep myself going. So it's like I write a couple sentences and I'll be like, damn, like I'm, I'm starting to get really into it. And at the same time, I'm realizing, damn, like I'm onto something here, like this is good. So I gotta like finish this more, more, more. And then I chunk down and then I hunker down and I finish that answer or article or whatever it is in one go if I can um, because I don't want to break that experience I don't want to ruin that sort of this is going to resonate moment um, 
So obviously your flow experience changes if you are in flow a lot. And this is the only way like to improve your flow experience is the only way to go to high performance. So if I want to be a really good writer in 10 years, it's probably going to be a lot different still. And obviously I didn't have this when I started out and my first, that's like why my first blog posts were so bad. And that's why initially it was harder to get myself to write more and now it gets easier. So I think your progression of how fast you get better is a lot related to how your flow experience changes. Obviously, the more you do, the faster it will change. But this is sort of a personal testament for writers. It does change. And I'm sure it's no different for any other mental activity or sport or whatever you can think of. It's all the same. It's all about flow. It's all about getting into that I'm time passes by, time flies, I don't notice it, and I'm super happy, I'm super excited what I'm do- about what I'm doing, and I just keep going. Um, I loved seeing the scientific side of this. Mihai Cheek sent Mihai, who originally who wrote the book Flow, also available as an audio summary, um, who uh, invented that term. He didn't have the tools at the time to examine it this closely chemically, now Stephen Kotler has access to that research and that's really cool that's really powerful um, because I'm thinking like we might see something down the line like a performance enhancing drug quote unquote where you take a shot of something and then it's like dopamine norepinephrine and endomite endorphins and serotonin and then boom you can go into flow um, so we might see that which is going to be interesting in terms of human performance because what it means is is if everyone can afford sort of flow all the time um that's going to be interesting but again that's just me making a making a prediction um obviously makes sense some parts are turned off like flow it's you decide in the moment you don't need to think like that's the whole point of it this is all muscle memory and um yeah muscle memory pretty much like your fingers just type whatever thoughts come to your mind and it somehow makes sense because you're in flow. <clears throat> and the last one, obviously the achievement part, I think what you can do, what what is beneficial if you want to do something extraordinary yourself is first pick something someone else has done before you start doing something someone else hasn't done. So for me right now, I'm trying to become financially free. I want to free myself. I want to make all my money from this laptop I'm sitting in front of right now. Uh, I want to make a lot of it or enough of it to feed a family of three, four or five people, however, uh, whatever I'm going to end up in and not have to take a job, right? So I have all my time, I have money, uh, I have my energy, and then I can figure out like what impossible thing to tackle from there. The reason I know this is very much possible is because other people have done it, right? Like there's people like running blogs and doing all kinds of things, making like six figures online, making seven figures online even. I'm not even aspiring to that, but making six figures online, very much doable. Other people have done it. So I can do it too. It's very motivating. So I'm setting my eyes on this, And when I have that, which is sort of my ultimate goal in life, at least the craziest thing I can think of right now, um, then I can still do something like, yeah, man, awesome. It's not only going to inspire more people to do the same. Also, this gives me the freedom to chase something that might be super crazy and nobody has ever done before. Like one of the crazy things I have is like I would love to design a jetpack or basically I would love to make people fly like birds. So you could just like walk out into your yard or into your garden and take off and fly and just fly around circle the woods right like take a look say hi 
give an eagle a high five and then come back uh, that would be super awesome I'm, i would be super pumped about that no idea if it's even like possible right but i would love to find out somehow what do a startup around that but um yeah so th- so that's one of my crazy dreams but I think the way you get there or one of the more sustainable ways to get there is if you do something that someone else has achieved first to set yourself up for that. So that might be something like, um, so like, right, all mountains have been cl- been climbed, right? Mount Everest has been climbed. But if you did a something like another tall mountain or like a, f- a 5,000 meter mountain instead of a 8,000 meter mountain and then a six and then seven and so on, you get the point. So get yourself there and then get yourself anywhere. I hope you enjoyed this summary. See you on the next one.